Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody, and welcome to High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from Percy'sGrowRoom.com. In this week's interview, we speak to the legendary Tommy Chong. This man needs no introduction. Everybody knows who Tommy Chong is, and he's a regular guest on our show nowadays. We've had a session with him many, many, many times. And in this interview, we specifically talk about his new movie that's coming up. Well, maybe coming up. It's not a definite yet, but he does speak about a potential biopic that could be coming out about Cheech and Chong. And yeah, we talk about loads of other stuff as well, obviously cannabis. Tommy gets real deep in parts of it about spirituality and space and time. You know, proper stoner conversation kind of stuff, man. It's a great interview, as usual. It's always a massive pleasure to sit and chill with Tommy Chong himself, the king of stoners. So roll yourself a few fat ones here because, you know, you got to get super high and enjoy this session with Tommy Chong. I hope you enjoy it and I'll speak to you at the end of this. See you in a bit. I'm on, I'm doing a thing. I'm doing a podcast, Charlie. Hi. <laughs> Everybody from the UK said hi, hon. She said hi back. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> she's uh, she's recovering from a terrible hangover. So so she's... she's oh, no. <laughs> uh, she's not fit for consumption yet. But Is it still early? What time is it for you? Is it afternoon time? Oh no! It's uh, three three. <laughs> In fact, about three thirty. I was supposed to call you at three. But, yes. Uh, <laughs> but I'm, I, you know, I'm living up to my reputation. You know. Yeah, man, living uh, the dream, living the dream. Yeah, I'm a stoner, and I can't remember shit. So why? why <laughs> Might as well admit it now and take advantage of it. Yeah. So what's happening legally in the UK? Are you guys uh, going back and forth on the weed thing, or is it you never now? know what's going? No, it's uh, it's legal for medical use if you give the government a little bit of money. You know, it's a kind of shakedown uh, kind of thing. You know, yeah, they they got you there. Yeah, but it's yeah. not like you can go into a shop and buy any cannabis, regardless if you're a medical yeah. user or not. It's, it's well, that's the black market uh, people, you know, that are. Are enjoying and which are mostly mm -hmm. law enforcement, but it's it's coming to an end. You know, it's going to be all good. You know, eventually uh, weed will be. Uh, people will look back at these days and say, "Wow, <laughs> I don't believe it," but yeah, it really happened. You, you got you could get arrested for the 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 most the best plant ever uh, God ever gave us. Because think about it. You can build with it. You can eat it. You can uh, do everything with this plant. Mm -hmm. You can sell a ship. You can build a ship. You can hang a, a bad guy with a rope. <laughs> There's awesome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we can make oil out of, the, out of the hemp. Yes. Yeah. If you need oil, and we don't need oil. No. Because all we need is electricity. And, and think about it, man. You know, that's all we've ever had. You know, in the physical world, it's uh, it's uh, all about electricity, and it's positive and negative. That's mm -hmm. that's all it is, and that's what that's what I figured out about the human race. It is just it you can divide the human race into positive and negative. And some are more positive, and some are more negative, mm -hmm. and that's what you get. Mm -hmm. And it all, it all equals out to fifty fifty, right? It's all kind of balanced. Yeah, yeah, it has to in order for both because one can't exist without the other. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't you can't have up without down. You can't have left without right. Uh, you know, it just that's the physical world we live in. And when you come to grips with it, then uh, you can uh, exist very uh, like a tightrope walker. You know, just keep your balance so you don't fall over either either way. You know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's way that's what I've been learning anyway. <clears throat> but I also learned that people have to find all this stuff for themselves because you can only tell certain people certain things, mm -hmm. and then they shut down because 
Yeah, spoiler alert, you know. <laughs> like whenever whenever I see a good television show, I'll go to try to explain it to people. And like my son and, and Cheech and, and everybody, they'll tell me, shut up. <laughs> don't tell me. I want, you know, don't ruin it for me. Don't tell me how it ends. <laughs> what kind of TV shows have you been watching, Tommy? You got some good ones? You got some recommendations? You know, I went back to the old sitcoms. Uh, they nice. got uh, Two and a Half Men, nice. which I, I love that movie, that show. I love it because it, they got all the, they got what, they, they got about a good 10 years of, uh, of product, you know, where they go back to when Jake was real young and then they got him mm -hmm. in the army and basically out of the show. And, and you know, and Charlie actually <laughs> got killed in the movie and, uh, and, and Ashton took over. I, I, you know, when I started watching it, I wasn't that thrilled with Ashton. But now I am because I watched the whole thing, you know, from the beginning. And, uh, oh, I love that show. And uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. That's mm -hmm. another show that I love. And uh, Third Rock from the Sun. They're yeah, all, yeah, yeah. yeah, they're all 80s, 90s. Uh, 2000s, you know, that, 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 that yeah, was my when, when TV was good. Remember then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's good for everybody. Mm. You know, it's just, you know, it's where, it's where you grew up, you yeah, know, what, yeah. what was the time, you know, like I got fans, you know, they grew up with, uh, that 70s show. Mm. And so when, when I, I, I meet fans, they say, oh, man, I grew up with you. I love Leo, you know? Yeah. And, and before that it was, uh, up in smoke and, you know, still smoking in, mm. in those movies. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I've, I've been enjoying everything, but I, I, I my wife watches all the new shows, you know, like Suits and mm -hmm. and Secession and and those shows. I watched them, but uh, it, I, I you know it's not my era. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I but, like uh, I like the Third Rock and those crazy that kind of craziness. You know? Yeah, we were talking the other day on the show. Uh, I was watching some of the old Twilight Zone episodes. Remember those ones from like the sixties? Oh, yeah. Black and white. Yeah. That's good yeah. ass TV right there, right? Well, what they did, they they let your imagination go crazy, mm. and that that was uh, that was the power of of that uh, that era, you know, because the boogeyman could be very scary, you know. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but now we got AI and cell phones, and isn't it amazing? It's crazy. I had a isn't friend it? of mine uh, show me how to use my phone. I was trying to bring up a picture of uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger myself, and uh, and I struggled and struggled. And finally, he, he took my phone, and he did two things. You know, he hit the right thing, and then he goes, uh, "Show me Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Tommy Chong." And boom! The picture is right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. so you met Arnie. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Did you yeah, smoke with yeah. Arnie? <laughs> yeah. Well, now you know Arnold is a good example of why uh, you should be should be afraid of steroids. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because when he started out, he wasn't a steroid freak, and then he sure became one real quickly. And then, uh, and then with it come uh, all the health problems. You know, all like right. his, his his knees are screwed up. His uh, his heart. He's had two heart operations. Uh, yeah, yeah. You get big like that. And you're not supposed to. Mm -hmm. uh, all the organs, you know, they're not equipped. You know, mm -hmm. that model never came with an extra heart thing. You know, <laughs> that's crazy, man. You don't hear much about Arnie nowadays. I don't see him much in the news. No, Maybe that's he, why he hangs out with his illegitimate son. Yeah, so yeah. Cool. I see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, his uh, his Mexican maid. <laughs> yeah, that's people. right. <laughs> the controversy. <laughs> mm -hmm. but, yeah. but Arnold's a true. He's a true bodybuilder. Mm -hmm. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they only care about themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I saw yeah. on your Instagram um, a couple of weeks ago. 
you, your page was sharing stuff about a podcast and I assume this was a new podcast. So do you have a new podcast or is that just footage from an old podcast? Yeah, we're getting a new one. It's coming up. My, my son and I, uh, in Paris, he's, uh, that's what I thought. Nice. He's, he's, uh, finally, we had a podcast before and then it kind of petered out. We had other things to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, and now it's time. It's time for another podcast. I, I nice. love podcasts, by the way. So what podcast do you like to listen to? Well, I do, uh, uh, you know, like the yours and, and different That's ones, it. you know, that they phone <laughs> in. And uh, because I, 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 I sell this uh, CBD, legal CBD, that has uh, 3.5% THC. Yep. I've and seen it on Twitter. There's just enough THC in there to make me run my mouth nonstop. You know? <laughs> <laughs> just I I have to tell myself, shut up. Yeah. Why do you have to do that? You mean when you come on shows and things? Yeah, yeah, no. Oh no, that's why. That's why I, I'm on the show. It, it, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what you're here to to talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love it. And the thing is, with the with the gummy bears, you know, uh, you don't get too stoned. You you get stoned enough that that you want people to listen to what you have to say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like other people's uh, opinions because I think it's a cool thought. But when I when I trot it out in front of show it to everybody, then I'm told, "Well, that's bullshit." Or, <laughs> <laughs> "What have you been smoking?" Or you know those kind of mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. No, I, I I love what's going on in the world uh, because I understand it, you know. And my biggest problem is that I can't let anybody else in on the secrets. Because everybody has to find out for themselves, you know. It's mm-hmm. it, it's, it's a quandary. Yeah, we all got to learn from our own mistakes sometimes. And you from do where? definitely get. I mean, I've definitely found that I have got wiser with age, and I'm approaching forty in a few years. Yeah, maybe less than a few years, but let's just say a few years. But and that's like half your age, man. The amount of shit I've still got to learn. It's, yeah, I look forward yeah. to that, you know, learning more as you get older. And but damn, you must be so wise, yeah, and, Tommy. You know, <laughs> and, and there's there's a lot of things that you've always known, but you never really put it to the test, hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, yeah, that that's what I've I, I figured out. I figured out quite a few things, but then mm-hmm. again, I got to shut up, you know. And that's what a grandpa, I, you know. I do cameos now, and every once in a while, I'll get people asking me advice, you know, they're getting older. Do you have any advice for getting people getting old? And I said, yeah, <laughs> not that anybody will take it, but <laughs> I got, I got lots of advice. Number one, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. no, you've said everything that, that, and, and everybody's heard you many times. They've heard the same stories forever. So just sit there and be quiet and mm-hmm. uh, let other people do the learning because that's what you do. You learn when, when you're, when you're talking, you, you, you trot out ideas and, and, and you, when you air them, you, you realize, well, no, that, that ain't going to work or yeah, that's brilliant, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but the thing is about getting old, it's not your turn anymore. You see, you had your turn. And so now enjoy because everybody's going to be doing things for you. If you do it right, you know, like mm-hmm. I got grandkids, I got uh, great grandkids even. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and their and sons, I got uh, two sons and, and uh, three daughters and, and uh, a wife, but uh, she's more like a, she is more like my boss and a partner. And, and, uh, but all the kids not now they're at the age where they help grandpa. <laughs> and I love it, man. I love it. Nice, man. 
Yeah, so you're just a family man nowadays. Are you doing any work? Like, is there a new? Did I hear rumors of a Tommy Chong, uh, a Cheech and Chong, last movie coming up? Was that? Correct? Well, I never, I, I never stopped writing. I, I'm always, right. I'm always writing. We got a, a movie, a biopic coming up uh, when the cool. strike uh, is over, and the the scripts are written and Cheech is signed on, and so it's it really is just a matter of doing it now. And yes. uh, and the script itself, I I always agree to any movie because I find that uh, when when you get down to shooting it, and if you got a better idea, uh, then uh, the director, you know, will for the most part will uh, listen to you if nothing else. And so, uh, ma making a movie for me has always been a very uh, on hands creative uh, writing project, you know. Because, mm -hmm. yeah, when people write for you, you still got to, like, try, try, you know, make adjustments, you know, like trying on a suit of clothes. It's, you know, at first you got the measurements, but it still needs to be let out here and taken in there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's the way uh, the writing is, is, especially for for the characters that, that uh, I, I want to uh, promote now, you know. Because uh, it's a, a biopic, and, and my life has been so fucking amazing, you know, and that, it, you know, uh, there was nothing <laughs> given to me. Everything, was, what they gave me was problems. <laughs> <laughs> and and as I solved them, uh, that's, that's where I learned that, and that's everybody. Uh, but I had a lot of uh, a lot of serious problems in the beginning of my life, and uh, and by solving them, which I did, you know, really by just relaxing and letting nature take its course, uh, that's where I I evolved to where I'm at today, uh, you know. And every once in a while, uh, we know a lot of very wealthy people now. And for instance, uh, when Boston uh, was playing basketball and they had the seventh game, uh, where Boston forced a seventh game with Miami, and they were going to have it in Boston. Well, we happened to be in New York at the time, and the owner of the team uh, flew us from New York. We were all at a wedding, and he flew flew the gang of us from uh, New York to Boston. To sit, wow. you know, in uh, well, it was it was in the bleachers, you know, with the with the rest of the people, mm -hmm. but uh, it was such an honor to be with the owner of the team, and uh, yeah, it was great. Uh, okay, now I'll keep doing the podcast, but I got to answer the door while I'm doing it. No problem. You don't want to miss the Amazon. Okay, <laughs> Captain, Captain, shut, shut up. Shut up, shut up, shut up. Okay, hold on. No problem. We're here. Okay, we're going into the the plumbers showing me the bathtub that we just put in our oh nice uh, our new bathtub bathroom, and it's my request, so I needed the bathtub, but we then <laughs> had a little bit of trouble getting it put in. Okay, how's it? Please hold the line. Right. I'll take your, your advice. All right. Um, it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You see how I do it? Yep. Nice. That's nice. How you do it. Yeah, nice little tour, tour to the bathroom. We went to the bathroom with Tommy Chong, everybody. You see that? <laughs> yeah, my bathtub, it's not exactly the one I was wanting, but, uh, you know, I'm at that age now, you know, whatever you think give me that's good enough. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Enjoying the finer things in life, you know? You know, I found out it's so much, life is so much easier when you just agree to everything. Yeah, 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 that's good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> <sighs> well, that was easy. <laughs> nice. Sorted. Back in the room. So no no new podcast. Oh, you already said yeah. You are making a new podcast. Do you have a release date for that yet? Uh, it'll be. I think we're doing one 
was it Friday? I think it's Fridays. Wow, cool. I think that was the day that that we we decided upon. Like I say, I do gummies and 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 I I, I I've been making these little uh, pot um, uh, smoking joint smoking uh, things. Let's see, I don't have one on my pocket. Let's see where have I got one? Oh, okay. I have to walk with you to another back to my office. <laughs> I I've been having so much fun making these. Um, you know, when you get a joint, a cigarette holder don't work. Uh, the mm -hmm. person smoking the cigarette. That's all he did. He wouldn't let the cigarette down until he finished it. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. Well, a joint, a joint smoker, he he he'll light a joint, take a couple of puffs, and then either put it out or put it down somewhere. Mm -hmm. You see? Mm -hmm. So here here's what I've done. I come up with with, with with a little see these little joint holders? You see? Can you yeah. see them? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now Oh yeah. Okay. This this one I got it upside down. So what what you know what you miss when you're old you're an old guy, lips kissing. <laughs> you don't kiss anymore. I don't kiss my lady anymore. <laughs> you know a sexy kiss. And old guys <laughs> it's creepy. You know when you get a certain age like whoa. This, he kissed me. <laughs> well, like the the Spanish guy, the Spanish guy that kissed the winner. He's going yeah. to court. Now. He's, yeah. <laughs> when you get a certain age, it becomes criminal. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not only insulting, it's a fucking crime. Uh, and so what I did, I made a joint. So you can't, you got lips. Mm. So so you when you suck on the joint, which I will do, let's see if I can do it one-handed. Uh, let's see, where can I put my... my... <laughs> There we go. Now you see, you got the lips, and the what? The best way to do it is light the joint first. No, I got more. Oh, what did I do? Oh, I, I put them in there. Okay. <laughs> anyway, this is this is the lips, and and it looks like a mouth. But if okay. you look at it a certain way, it could be other orifices. <laughs> <laughs> like ears, for example. Yes, yeah. depending, ears. Depending on how, 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 how uh, perverted you are. Okay. So see, the joint goes in here. Mm. You can get the lip action. Mm. And then <laughs> set it down. Go about your business. See, it's, it's sitting down. You don't have to worry about it. And then, if you forget about it, like I always do, it'll go out by itself. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then I'll look at. It, oh, okay. And then it's it's so easy to sit. And so so if you had a like a meeting or something, or or what I'm using it for is to test weed. Like I get all these different strains. You know, people. Still want to know uh, what's the best strain and blah blah blah. What 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 does this do? And so I've been uh, so I come up with this concept of of having different joints in my little joint holders, and then I can kind of see or lie about it, you know, because that's what basically <laughs> people do. You know, people say what 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 what's the hottest you know what's the best pot today. And people have got all these answers. Well, this will give you a nice head high, and this will, but you know, it's all bullshit. You know, mm. and the truth is, you get high, you're, you're too stupid to even understand anything. Don't <laughs> if you can find your car keys. That that's right there. That's a good sign. Yeah. See, it went out already. Yep. No, light it up again, man. Light it up. Don't let it I'll burn light it out already, Tommy. Yeah, do it, do it. But we don't want to get you too high, but you know. <laughs> yeah, or you don't want me to get me too high, man. You know, here's the gummies that uh, these little suckers here, man, and they're legal, at least in America and in a bunch of places in Europe. Uh, they're called uh, Cheech and Chong's Cruise Chews. And so, yeah. Oh, no. They're really Just good one. For, Just one. <laughs> oh, no. They're good for. for um, Smoking, because you know how you get dry mouth, cotton mouth. Mm -hmm. 
Well, uh, the cruise shoes, they, they give you, uh, yeah, taste buds get all ignited, you know. Mm-hmm. Stop the dry mouth. So the, the, they are not actual edibles. They don't have CBD in or anything like that. They're just uh, normal sweets, candies. Well, no, no, there's CBD too. Oh, cool. You can't have THC without CBD. And you can't have CBD without THC. You know, the, the people separate it, but uh, for the most part, they, they go hand in hand. You know, the THC is the, from the female plant, and it's uh, it's the, the stuff that gets you high and makes you feel good, like females mm -hmm. do. But <laughs> I've been, uh, yeah, I've been having fun. You see, I made this one here. This guy's got a little face on it. <laughs> and I gave him a, I, I gave him a mouth too. That's where I got the idea from, because this guy is my favorite guy to smoke out of. Like an Easter Island head. See that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I believe the Easter Islanders were were uh, probably Polynesian. Okay. You know, got there on their boat, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. uh, and while they were there, they figured, well, let's. Uh, throw up some stone here and fuck everybody's mind around. <laughs> they take a few years and <laughs> trying to figure out how we got it here. Yeah, what do you hell? think about uh, what do you think about those kind of things, Tommy? Those ancient civilizations like uh, Graham Hancock and his theories with the old Ooh. pyramids, the pyramids being older than four five four thousand five hundred years, stuff like that. Well, you know, it, it, it's it's good science fiction. You know, it's it's mm -hmm. really good. Uh, yeah, Twilight Zone, like you say, it's really yeah. good Twilight Zone stuff. You know, it's good to just but talk the about truth that. Is, I've been really interested in pyramids uh, for a lot of reasons because you got to realize the genius behind the pyramids. You know what it was? The genius was employment for the masses. Hmm. You see, in order to build the pyramids you had to have thousands of thousands of workers and anytime you have workers you have to have crops to feed them you have to have uh, families because workers you know they just don't come without families they they come with moms dads wives kids mm -hmm. everything so you got a whole community and so what the egyptians did because they had so much wealth because they were the only ones and there's all this gold and all sorts of uh, uh, riches all around them in that area, and so that so they got very very wealthy. But they they were smart enough to know that wealth is only uh, worth anything if it's shared. Because if you don't share wealth, then it becomes like coal in the mountain. You know, yeah, it's there. If you need it, you can dig it out and get it, but it's useless. It, it doesn't exist. Mm. But when you put people to work now and you pay them for it, now you got a civilization. And especially, uh, this is how you control your, your armies, too, you see, because that's what the Egyptians did. And think about the pyramids themselves. Rock. <laughs> Big, heavy-ass rock. Mm -hmm. In other words, the pyramids were the best gymnasium in the world. What better to train your, your fighting uh, people than to have them carry heavy rocks and pile them up in a big fucking pile? Mm. You know? And first of all, you cut them. Anything you do with a rock is heavy. And anything heavy, you're going to grow muscle. You're going to grow... Uh, uh, the human body is going to respond. Mm -hmm. And so back in the day, you know, those chariots and you know those armies, man. Yeah. The killing was a was a, a serious ass. Uh, wasn't a sport. It was a vocation. This is what you did. This is what you had to do, mm -hmm. because I mean, you got tribes all around looking for other tribes that that they can conquer, mm -hmm. and, and that's what happened. So the Egyptians. Now, the 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 question remained with the pyramids. How did they move those big ass rocks around? And, yeah. and this is where the, you know the science fiction guy says the aliens came. And, no bullshit. No, it was <laughs> done by humans. It was mm -hmm. done by humans. 
Because just think about it, aliens, are they going to chop rocks up into blocks and, <laughs> you know? No. Yeah, it doesn't make much sense, does it, that? No, no aliens, there'd be a, one rock, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, and they, they could materialize or whatever. Yeah, I no. think it was definitely it, built by people. It was done by yeah. humans. Mm -hmm. And the big question was, where were the plans? Because those pyramids were made so exact. And, and perfect, that there had to be plans somewhere. Mm -hmm. And then one architect figured it out. The plans were the little pyramids in front of the big pyramids. That was the plan, you see. So they would try different sizes and shapes and angles with the small pyramids. And then when they found one that worked perfectly, like then that's the one they used. Then they used all the dimensions from that little model that they built in front of the pyramid to make, make the big pyramids. And when you think about why, how they, the pharaohs, what they were doing was trying to protect their wealth. <laughs> that was a that was their mattress, you know, put the money under the mattress. Mm -hmm. <laughs> While the pharaohs said, "No, fuck, bury me with my my money in the vault." <laughs> And, and, and the workers said, yeah, that's a great idea. Oh, we'll do that. And then the workers knew how to get into the vault, and they knew the fucker's dead. <laughs> and, so, and so after they buried them, they waited a, a little bit of time, and then they went, boom, and they went, got all that wealth that was in there. And they got it, except for a few, you know, that, that managed to escape. But the pyramid uh... such a beautiful... Um, story of the ingenuity of mm -hmm. people because it wasn't just to have a big ass pile of rocks it was to create employment healthy mm -hmm. employment yeah. that built their 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 civilization into the because the egyptians you know they weren't that huge they're kind of you know small not that big mm -hmm. but badass when it came to uh building pyramids for sure yeah Imagine a whole generation working on the pyramids, moving them heavy stones as well. That's going to be like a huge generation army. after generation. Yeah. What are you talking about? Mm. Their pyramids mm. were four thousand years ago. Four and a half thousand, allegedly. Some people would say much more, but it depends yeah. on who you ask. It, yeah. it, it it doesn't matter because the thing is, there's nothing new. You know, I mean, our our planet keeps going around the same sun. It's been going around forever. Mm -hmm. and, and it's a path and er, er, we're moving through space we're, we're constantly moving we're never in the same place twice ever mm -hmm. ever and so everything's new every the the day is new everything's new and and, and i figured it out no i don't want to be a spoiler alert but you called you asked me <laughs> uh, so so i can tell you that uh that uh we are uh, humans and animals and plants, everything living on, on earth, we're uh, immortal. We've always been here. We will always be here, you know? Yeah. And uh, that's just the way it is because the physical world, it, it, which is, now think about this. You can't have one without the other. In other words, you can't have up without down. You can't have left without right. Okay, that's the physical world. Okay? Now, what's the opposite to everything? Nothing. And you know what nothing represents? The spiritual world. See, in the spiritual world, we're no bigger than a thought. <laughs> Not even that big. That's how tiny we are. We don't really exist, mm -hmm. but we're energy. And like like I said about the, the physical world being powered by electricity, that's who we are. The spiritual world is uh, the opposite of the everything world, mm -hmm. the, the physical world. And in the spiritual world, there's only thought. 
and only love. By the way, see, hate, there's no hate because hate is only ignorance. See, love is all-knowing. See, when you love something, whether you know it or not, your instincts are, are is what, and your instincts are uh, immortal. You know, the, you, we've always been here sort of thing. And so we recognize as uh, the, the soul, the spirit that we are, we recognize other spirits. Uh, we recognize truth, in other words. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and, and that's the difference. And so when you look at the world as it is today, it seems chaotic, but it's not. The world is made up of two kinds of people that have to have both in order to exist. We have positive people and we have negative people. We have positive animals, we have negative animals, their feelings. We have in all the world, the plant life, everything that's living has the positive and negative. That's what makes everything work. And with the positive and negative electricity, it's it's a conflict, a conflict because they are impossible to to melt together because they're opposites. They're totally opposites in every way. And so when you put the opposites together, that's what creates energy. That's what creates the real world, you see. But you take that away, now you're in the spiritual world. Nothing happens because there's nothing, no, there's no need for anything to happen, you see. And... Uh, and I can tell you guys that because you asked me. Other than that, I yeah. wouldn't say <laughs> That was some deep shit. What, what the fuck are you smoking there, Tommy, man? Pass that shit. Pass that I, shit. I think it's the lips that did it, man. It must be. You know, the whole thing. <laughs> but isn't that cool? Yeah, man. Deep, that, that knowledge deep. is cool because once mm-hmm. you know that, now you, you, you know the secret of the universe. You do. Because now everything, you look around, you can see there, there's no bad. Think about it. There, there's really no bad. There's mistakes. And we only learn from our mistakes. And there's some of us who make the same mistake over and over again and die, come back, make the same mistakes over and over again. You know, There's bound to be those people. Mm-hmm. Just like the ones that will evolve, evolve, evolve. You know, you meet them for a little while, then they're on to somewhere else. <laughs> And I think I, I think in a lot of ways I'm one of them because I was picked that so I could converse with, so I could do the podcast with you, you know, so I could I could be available for inquisitive minds that are ready to hear uh, incredible truths. Because that's what that's what I that's what old old guys have, by the way. Oh, grandpas and grandmas. I've, I've yeah. realized a lot of times they don't talk. The reason they don't talk is because they said it all. Mm-hmm. And now it's it, now they just have to, it's like cooking a meal. You, you know, you're not always fussing. Once you put the ingredients together, you put it on the stove. What do you do? You sit and just watch, wait. <laughs> And and the, and as an old guy, that's that's our job now, you know. For the most part, you know, there's a few that are still, you know, uh, stumbling around trying to re- remain, you know, young. But for the most part, uh, you reach a point where you look for a soft place to sit mm-hmm. and just observe. And that's that's where I'm at now. Damn, I think I'm there as well, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's an easy place to be, isn't it? Yeah, just nice sitting there quietly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, learning, mm-hmm. learning. Yeah, I, you know, because, you know, oh, hanging out with the rich people. Okay, now, here's, here's the <laughs> rich people cannot, cannot give anything without getting something. <laughs> You okay. know, you, oh, you flew in a private plane. Oh, yeah, that's so nice. But as soon as we got to the private club, they had booked a night for all of us. James Keach, he had one night where he showed what he, you know, his latest project, his movies and that. And then John Fiore, he sang. 
uh, no, then I, I, I did my bit. Uh, I did, they had a little night for me, you know, the posters. I don't think they did posters <laughs> on me, but, uh, but I did a talk. But they didn't stipulate comedy. Oh. And so whenever anybody asked me to say a few words or to get a, a thing, uh, I, don't go to, I don't go comedy. I go strictly uh, spiritual. Ah, wisdom. <laughs> and, and, it, and it, oh, it makes my wife so nervous because she was my comedy partner for so many years, you know. Oh, shit. And, the, and the minute I veer off from the comedy, she <laughs> goes, oh, no, where's he going? Why is he doing this? <laughs> but it was uh... fun. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you get out much time? Did you go out and do uh, exercise and things like that? Uh, physical exercise? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I still go to I, – I got a gym. I got my uh, rubber bands here. I got a, uh, a bouncer downstairs. I, I, uh, I'm a tango dancer, so I practice tangos mm -hmm. every day. Every and, day uh, still? I, and that's an intense oh, dancing yeah, as well. Day. I walk yeah. up a hill. There's a hill right around the corner from me with my dog. My dog and I walk up that hill every morning, twice, twice a day. And, uh, yeah, my kids, especially my son, he, he wants to keep me around, you know, because right now I'm his, his big cash cow, you know. <laughs> no, I, 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 I stay healthy, busy. I, I've, I fell a couple of times. That's the trouble. You, you know you're getting old when you fall for no reason. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, you're right. walking down the street also, oh, what the fuck? You know? <laughs> Why am I on the ground now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I found that I, I, that that happened. The first time it happened, I didn't hit the ground. I did a, a roll, and I stood up. But I tri I literally tripped, and I fell forward, and I did a tuck and roll. You know, I tucked my head under and did a mm -hmm. parachute mm -hmm. landing. And, and it was no problem. Yeah. But then after that, then I had some serious falls, you know, where I fucked up myself pretty bad. And I just had one lately in the, in the shopping, in the, in the parking lot in a shopping center. I'm, I'm trying to walk across all these parking uh, cement uh, dividers, you know, mm -hmm. and, and I... I was stoned, and uh, I didn't look, and my one foot didn't make it high enough, and I, I tripped. Yeah. And, but I, I made sure I didn't bang my head. I, I caught it in my ribs. I got one, one thing. And it was so funny because I'm laying there, and I'm thinking, you know, this is in the par parking lot. And, you know, I'm famous, so I figured, did anybody see me? <laughs> I laid there for a, I laid there for a while. And then I started getting up, and then a guy comes over and he goes, "Are you okay?" <laughs> and I thought to myself, "What fuck? He waited to see if I was dead or not." Because <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't get up, he would have just gone you know, nine one one. I just saw some yeah. guy fall over. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then that old Zen question: you know, if an old guy falls in the parking lot <laughs> and no one hears him. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Beside the old guy. But it's this old saying, you know, that you can tell when you get old because if you fall over and everybody laughs, then you're young. But if you fall yeah. over and everybody comes running to help you, that means that you're old. And nobody came that's running it. to help you, Tommy. So that's a no. good sign. That means that you look young to them. <laughs> there it is. Well, either that or who gives a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that too. Just like, just like watching a homeless guy fall, you know. Uh, what are we going to do? Uh, you know, you know, years so ago. you okay? Yeah. It looks you, like you can fine, yeah. Many years ago, we were in New York. And uh, Cheech and I were doing... Uh, Clubs in. I think we did the bitter end or something like that. And <laughs> we were in a limousine and driving along Broadway, I think it was crowded. And all of a sudden, this wholeness guy appeared. And oh, he looked like something out of a survival movie, you know. 
<laughs> raggedy hair. You know, he needed help really bad. And so Cheech's wife, Ricky, who's from L.A., she jumped out of the limo, grabbed the guy, and took him into, a, a, I guess, a nightclub or a restaurant and tried to tell the manager that this guy, oh, yeah, I think he fell. He was like me, he fell. And she went over and picked him up, took him into the club. And before Ricky could get a word out, the club owner kicked both of them out. <laughs> <laughs> get the fuck out of here. What do you got down? Because <laughs> the guy had been trying, probably trying to get into some establishment for some time. Yeah. But yeah, that's yeah. New York, man. That, that, mm. back in, that was in the 70s. No. No, 80s. That was in the 80s. Wow. Okay. Everything okay? Oh, just a minute. My, my daughter come home. Oh, cool. The plumber's going to come back tomorrow. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah he's going to come back. And it's now with the, the sink and the... He doesn't know. Oh, you don't know? I don't. He doesn't. All right. See, <laughs> my daughter said, all right, he doesn't know. <laughs> oh, is that your daughter? Yeah. Oh, cool, cool. It, yeah, my wife has some uh, minor surgery, so she's not visible. She's not suitable for visibility today. Right, right. She's just hiding. Yeah, <laughs> that's oh, yeah. cool. Is she doing okay though? She's in good health. Oh, she, she's wonderful. That's good. No, that's good. Shelby is. She's she's amazing. She's amazing. It's fun watching her now, you know, because she looks so young and so gorgeous. Yeah, you're and, a lucky man. You're a lucky man. Oh yeah, I'm a lucky man, but I'm also a, a realist too, man. Because, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because the older I get, the younger she looks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, now I can, you know, we hang with a lot of wealthy people, you know, mm -hmm. and so now it's like uh, I, I, I get to see the, 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 the sharks moving in. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, did you get to a lot of parties like that as well with the celebrities? Who is the most famous person you've ever met, Tommy? He's like the person oh, who's who starstruck you the most. Like, oh my God, all. I can't believe it's Patrick Swayze. <laughs> you know, who do you, who's I your favorite? I, I, did I meet? I don't know. I never met Patrick, but uh, I met a lot of, lot of people, a lot of people. And been involved, mm -hmm. been involved. Like I was involved uh, with uh, discovering the Jackson Five, you know, wow. really. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it was my band. We were playing in uh, Chicago, and, uh -huh. and the Jackson Five had won a contest uh -huh. to uh, open the show for Jerry Butler and uh, Bobby Taylor and the Vancouver's. And wow. so that's when we first saw Michael, and they did uh, a version of My Girl that to this day was incredible. And so uh, Bobby talked to Joe and, and said, Come on to Detroit, you can stay with me until. Uh, Motown signed you, you know, and, and Joe said, okay. And so the whole kid, the whole family went and they stayed at Bobby's house. And my daughter, my first wife, Maxine, had just came to town and my daughters were living at Bobby's apartment too. Yeah, so, no, I met Michael. I met, and then I met uh, uh, Muhammad Ali. Cool. I, I think I, I'll, I'll, I'll take Muhammad Ali as, as the most interesting uh, meet. Because I got a, I, I played in a strip club uh, before I became, you know, uh, back in the day, and before I met Cheech, and uh, and one of the strippers, the dancers, uh, Scarlett, we, we we became friends, and so Scarlett, very beautiful, black, gorgeous, uh, black lady dancer, she called me up one day and she goes. Yes, who I had a, a night with. And I said, who? She said, Muhammad Ali. I said, what? Yeah, I met him. We hung. We ended up together. Said, really? Yeah. I said, and then he had a, then he's flying off to Detroit. I said, well, I'm in Detroit now. And, and then a little while later, Bobby calls me up. He says, come on over. Uh, the champ's coming over. Wow. I said, oh, really? And so I drove over, and just so happened, I get on the elevator with the champ, and there's just the two of us. 
<laughs> halfway up to the Bobby's floor. Now he doesn't know who I am. He just got on the elevator. And, <laughs> hey, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> yeah, we're going to the same floor. And so we got halfway up there, and I said, uh, "Scarlet says to say hi." <laughs> <laughs> He looked at me with the eyes. Guys got all big. <laughs> looked at me. Ooh. <laughs> I never, no one said anything. It wasn't uh-huh. high champ. Nothing. Nothing. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, and, and me, the way I looked, you know, it was like I'm so, some sort of ghost or something. Scarlet said to say hi. <laughs> 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 and then to top it off, we get off at the same floor. We go to the same apartment. Uh-oh. And then, <laughs> it's like I'm following him. And then Bobby introduces us. Hey, oh, you met Tommy? Yeah. And, and uh, Muhammad Ali said, yeah, we met in the elevator. Didn't say a word about what, 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 what went down. And then, oh, that was funny. God, that uh, was great. What year was that? Was when, when he was champ? That was when he was uh, had his title stripped and he was given talks around the country. Oh, right. okay. That that had to be uh, sixty-seven. Wow. Yeah, it was sixty-seven, sixty. Yeah, sixty-seven. Wow. So is this going to all going? These kind of things going to be covered in your biopic? That's what you your movie is going to be about, right? You and Cheech. Oh, oh uh, some of them. The, yeah. You know, I got so many stories. We we got a yeah, bio. Yeah, sure. No, I got so many stories that they couldn't put half of them in there. You know, mm-hmm. my daughter did the bio. And I said, that's okay. We got a lot of biopics that we're going to do. And, you know, there's a ton of stories that I got, you know, from meeting, meeting everybody. Like I got, I've gotten high with every Beatle except Paul. Okay. Cool. And now Ringo didn't get high, but he was a drinker. So I've been, I was in a party one time. He was there and I got high. And then, uh, Jordan. <laughs> we used to get high. I used to get high with George all the time. We had a mutual friend, and we'd meet in Malibu, and uh, we'd smoke up, and and yeah, we'd talk. And and George was also on a Cheech and Chong uh, album, you know, uh, uh, Basketball Jones. He played the uh, the introduction uh, on on the record, and wow. so I got high with George a lot. Uh, John, one time I was at a party when Cheech and I first got together, and Lou Adler had a get together, and the Stones and the Beatles and all sorts of stars were at Lou Adler's house in the, in the um, um, in Bel Air, mm-hmm. and so he uh, and so I I I I said Lou, I, I I got a big joint. Where can I smoke it? He said, Go in the bedroom. So I go in the bedroom and I light up the joint and, and I look and there's someone sitting on the floor. And I look <laughs> over. Oh, that's John Lennon. Oh. So I walked over to John. Hey, want a toke? And he's all oh, thanks, mate. But uh, I got a little immigration problems. I, you know, we got to figure out. So I'm not smoking right now. And then just then, uh, uh, Rod Stewart walks in and heads over to the mirror and starts fucking with his hair. And, uh, I offered Rod some, and Rod said, oh, no, mate, I, you know, my throat, the singer, you know. <laughs> yeah. And so I got turned down by these two guys, and so I thought, wow. So then I put it out, and I'm walking out to go join the party, and I run into Jack Nicholson. And I think he was coming to get high. I'm not sure. But, I, just, you know, now I'm stoned, and, <laughs> and I just saw the last detail of the movie that Jack was in, where he plays an army guy. And, and so I said to Jack, I said, Jack, I just saw your movie, man. Tell me, okay, there's one scene in the movie where you're standing in front of the mirror and you're combing your hair. And that scene took you 10 minutes at least. And you got no hair to comb. It was weird. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I said, was that improv or was that written? <laughs> and he just looked at me like, like he didn't understand a word I said. He said, excuse me. And he pushes me aside and he walks into the bedroom. <laughs> I, I have never in my life been so punked. I mean, that was like, 
that was the punk of my life. I got so punked, man. Oh, my God. I laughed. I still laugh about it when I think about it. Because I was so honest. You know, because I was really watching the movie. And I noticed, you know, because, you know, I, I've been, you know, uh, watching movies like that all my life. You know, see little details. <laughs> and and then we, we eventually became friends. But we never, Jack, Jack was always a hip hipster and and hipsters never get real they're always you know hey what's up what's going on man that's cool was you know what i mean <laughs> there's never a, and if you get serious it's like uh i don't want to talk about that and then you know what i mean mm -hmm. so, so you never get intimate with with the hipsters and 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 that's jack you know he was always as they say in the comedic world he was always on Mm -hmm. Damn, that's just one night where you've met these legendary people, John Lennon. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah, that yeah, one night, and and uh, Mick Jagger was there. I never met him, but my dad, all my these dad famous was, Brits, man, what? Gosh, my, my, yeah, my you you used to love us back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys. Yeah. Well, you know who else we 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 met? Uh, Britt Eklund. Britt was a. Uh, uh, well, Lou Adler's uh, baby mama, you know, Lou. Uh, she had a Lou Adler's baby, Nick, oh. and 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 uh, so she was there. Uh, Britt was there. Britt was very cool. Britt turned us on to uh, Peter Sellers, and Peter Sellers was a big Cheech and Chong fan. Oh, Sweet. he loved us. He loved us, and, and he was crazy. Oh. I got. I had the the honor of hanging with Peter a couple of times. One time when we were in England, we hung together, and then one time uh, he was dating uh, the ambassador to uh, from Sweden's uh, daughter, and the ambassador to the states, and and so Peter would go and stay with her in Washington. And and uh, I met Peter on the plane. We were going to Cheech and I were going to do a gig in Washington, and I met Peter on the plane. Uh, Cheech was in New York at the time, and so Peter said, "Come on to the embassy tonight." And so we went to the embassy, and uh, oh man, we, we took him out for dinner first, and then we took him. Uh, then he took us to the embassy, and we laughed ourselves sick because he there was all these buttons, you know, what are these bottles for? And Peter says, oh, I don't know, let's find out. He pushes a button and a, and a butler comes. Wow. <laughs> and, and, uh, and, you know, and the guy had to wake up and everything, you know. So, so anyway, we, uh, I had a lot of fun with Peter. Peter was so crazy. So crazy. Mm -hmm. now, so many awesome stories, man. We always get good stories when you come on the show, Tommy. You always tell us some yeah, good that's shit. all I'm full of. <laughs> <laughs> I just I I've had the most amazing life, mm -hmm. you know, meeting all these people. But I gotta cut it short now, guys. Oh, that's cool, man. We appreciate you coming to spend some time with us, Tommy. And hope yeah. you can do it again soon, man. You're always welcome to come and join us. It'd be good to oh, hear I more stories. Well, you you know, go through the channels and whenever you're ready and I'm ready, we'll do it again. Okay. Nice. Yes, right, Tommy. Sir. Yes. Yes, sir. So Peace, love, and, and uh, rock and roll. <laughs> yeah. Lips. Uh, <laughs> that's my kiss to you guys. Hi, it's man. an orifice. That's all I'm it's, saying. It's an orifice. It's an orifice. <laughs> yes. It's a hole in a peach. That's what it is. It's a peel, yeah. <laughs> Ain't yeah. that a peach? <laughs> exactly. Yes, it is. Bye-bye. Yeah. Nice. All See you right, later, Tommy. Tommy. See you later, Bye, man. Bye. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. And there we go, everybody. That was our session with Tommy Chong. I would say interview, but, you know, it's more like a session nowadays. Tommy's been on the show six or seven times now, many times before. You can go and check out all of the previous interviews that we've had with him on loads of the interviews that we've done in the past. Just head to Spotify, iTunes, or wherever it is you download your podcasts from and search for the Tommy Chong episodes in our catalog. There's loads of them. 
and they're always a good session we get super high and just talk about random stuff man so i hope you enjoyed this interview as much as we enjoyed recording it uh and thank you as always for being here for downloading and listening to the show we appreciate every single download so thank you as always for being here uh, we'll catch you on the next one we have friday where we talk about the best ways to source high quality cannabis genetics that's in the grow guides but if you're downloading this early today on wednesday at 9 p.m uk time 4 p.m eastern and 1 p.m pacific we'll be on the brian and marco show we also have a live interview with jordan river from growcast tomorrow which is available for our patrons uh, so if you're a patreon check that out on youtube tomorrow and we are also with Jordan River on Saturday over on his channel for an Ask Me Anything session, which is going to be loads of fun as well. So very busy week this week. I hope to see as many listeners as possible over at some of those streams. But anyway, I'll leave you to enjoy the rest of your week. I hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll catch you on the next one. Stay high and stay safe, everybody. See you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.